0: What's up, guys? Today we are discussing something that's pretty interesting going on in the Web3 marketing world, um, which is the purchase of a Super Bowl ad by a Web3 gaming company called Limit Break. Um, So I'm going to run through quickly what Limit Break is, um, what the Super Bowl ad is going to be about and kind of the history behind it, um, and then why this is significant for uh, us as an industry in the uh, Web3 marketing space. Um, All right. So first, Who is Limit Break? So Limit Break is a um, Web3 marketing company, pretty recent. I think they started within the last year. Um, The team is made up of a bunch of uh, mobile gaming industry veterans that uh, built and then sold their gaming company for, I believe, $300 million to a company called AppLovin. Um, And uh, they're now getting involved in the Web3 space. They just raised, I think back in March, about $200 million, which is insane, made a ton of headlines if you follow any of the the VC-focused publications in the the tech world. Um, The round was led by Paradigm um, with additional funding coming from FTX and uh, Coinbase Ventures. Um, So a lot of kind of heavy hitters getting involved in this, I guess, mainly because they have so much experience in the mobile gaming industry that Web3 is kind of the next uh, venture for these guys. Beyond the you know, massive raise that they did, uh, they are most well known for the creation of Gaku. I believe is the correct pronunciation. It's an NFT uh, collection. Um, it was launched as a freemint and very quickly shot up to like an $18,000 floor price, uh, which made uh, also tons of headlines. Um, you know, probably one of the most successful freemint projects there is. Um, anyway, so that's what Limit Break is. Um, they just bought a Super Bowl ad um, for this upcoming two thousand twenty three Super Bowl to, to go out in February. Um, so I want to break it down just a little bit about you know the price of it, what they're doing in it. Um, so they it's a thirty second ad, um, as most Super Bowl ads are, and they paid six and a half million dollars for it. Um, I, I've never bought a Super Bowl ad. I don't know if that's expensive or normal. I imagine it's fairly normal, but still, it's it's the first ever, um, according to Gabe Laidon, who's the CEO of Limit Break, um, you know, he hasn't said a whole lot regarding what is actually going to be in the ad, um, but it is the first ever NFT branding ad, is what he called it, uh, to be in the Super Bowl, which I thought was interesting because it, it's going to be obviously the first NFT ad, um, but that it's a branding ad is is pretty interesting in my opinion, because it sounds like it's gonna be a whole brand play beyond uh building up uh DigiDaigaku as you know a, a brand that people are gonna follow and be interested in. Um okay, so why is this significant? So this is the part I really want to break down. For for Web3 marketers, this is really significant and, and just marketers in general. Um, this is really significant for a couple of reasons. One, um, the obvious one, which is that this is the first NFT focused ad in a Super Bowl. Um, Last year, we had, uh, I believe, it was two Super Bowl ads that were focused on crypto and Web three. There was Coinbase who had the QR code ad, and then Etoro had one that was kind of half crypto, half stock focused. Um, Coinbase QR code ad was probably one of the most talked about ads in last year's Super Bowl. Um, but neither of those, uh, no ad in the Super Bowl ever has been focused on an NFT project, which I think is pretty cool, um, and I'm really excited to see how this kind of turns out for for these guys um what really excites me about this beyond it just being nft focused is that this is probably the first time in history that you can in real time publicly visible track the performance of a super bowl ad on sales or volume of the product which is crazy and this is like a, a totally just blockchain enabled thing which is something that probably no one ever even saw coming which is super super cool in my opinion um what what do i mean by that so as an NFT project, you know, everything that's, every transaction that happens for, you know, DigiDagaku is gonna be um, recorded on the Ethereum blockchain. It's an ETH-based project, Um, which means as soon as the ad goes live, you can literally watch on a blockchain explorer or on OpenSea um, or any other thing that enables, you know, the the, the watching of blockchain transactions um, to see how many ads are, are, sorry, how many purchases are happening, um, what price those are going for, the volume of it. Um, It's going to be, I think super cool because we know they they've been very public about what they're paying for this ad—six and six and a half million dollars, what they're paying for this ad. What's going to be really interesting is, is this six and a half million dollars spend by these guys going to result in more than six and a half million dollars in revenue for them. So the revenue stream for these guys, for the most part, in this case is going to be the creator royalties, which are set at 10%. So 10% of every transaction that happens um, when you buy or sell a Digi Daigoku, uh, goes to limit break, so that's one part. You know, they're saying it's an NFT branding exercise, meaning that it, which at least implies that it's much more of a long-term branding play than it is just performance-based. Which I, I think probably very few Super Bowl ads are are really going after performance-based um, metrics. Um, but if this turns out to generate for them more than what they're spending, and they're getting the added benefit and press of this Super Bowl ad. Is going to be huge. I mean, six and a half million dollars is a ton of money. And it's certainly but it's certainly not a lot for a company that just raised 200 million. Um, but if we see that this six and a half million dollars spend results in, let's say, ten million dollars in revenue for these guys. Um, tons and tons of companies are going to start raising money to buy more Super Bowl ads. If, if, if that's the public case study of, of the success that can be generated from a Super Bowl ad. Um, so I think that's really interesting for you know obviously the the, the Web three marketing aspect, um, but on top of that it might have some implications regarding just the price of Super Bowl ads because I honestly if I had to guess I do think it's going to generate more than six and a half million dollars for these guys. Um, that's just my gut assumption, but the reach is massive with a Super Bowl ad, and six and a half million dollars isn't crazy if they're getting ten percent of every transaction, and the current floor price is like twelve thousand dollars. So ten percent of twelve uh, sorry ten percent of twelve thousand dollars times the number of transactions that happen by the super bowl ad um i think it's going to work out well for these guys um that's what i wanted to go through i I think again this is a a super interesting um case study that should be studied by web3 marketers um a six and a half billion dollar investment by limit break into a super bowl ad will it result in the uh the volume and the branding impressions that they're looking for um as always if you found this podcast uh interesting or valuable uh be sure to recommend to a friend um that's all for today guys thanks